0: You better Adam and Eve it. This is episode two. We're here to pull your Alan Wickers down every week. Joined by two baked beans of rugby league. A man with one of the dodgiest barnet fares in the game. But he's got a lovely boat race and what a pair of mince pies. Hello to you, Mark Flanagan. Mark's been sat on his bottle and glass all week. Cast aside by Salford, his number 13 shirt taken away from him as he watched on from his living room. <laughs> oh, that's cold brutal and lonely.
1: Cold and lonely.
0: Long pause, what are you they for? They are the simple brass tacks. But he's still getting paid plenty of bread and honey and has no problem paying his Duke of Kent. £140,000 a year. He's clearly taking the gypsy's kiss out of all of us. A butcher's hook to my right. And there's my old china plate, John Wilkin. He's traded in his cows and kisses for Sonny Ball williams blowing a laugh and a joke up Sonny's Khyber Pass. His bomb. Where the That's current bun don't shine. Our guest this week has huge dog's meat. <laughs> yep, yeah, you might have seen him <laughs> on the custard and jelly. He's our baker's dozen from St. Helens, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The former Millwall hooligan, Louis McCarthy. Says
2: a man dressed like a football hooligan. Scarsbrook. Do we, do we
0: clap? Do we clap again? Thank no, you. No, no, no need to clap. We just I feel like I'm him. down south. It's well, amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Welcome along, Louis. Thank you. Um, you sound posh. The name Louis McCarthy-Scarsbrook sounds nope, like... D- when you were... You you gone double gone d- Boris Johnson.
1: Yeah, you double-barrel an name, um, mm. It usually insinuates wealth. Yeah. But I can guarantee <laughs> you with Louis, that's not the case. That is not Loads, of money. <laughs> <laughs> Loads <laughs> of money. Loads of money. Loads of money. So you idiots all played together at St. Helens. Who's yes. the,
0: the, the tightest? That, again, we always use the sort of saving from a fire from a burning building. The tightest?
1: John, John Who would Oman, you no, pick out The tightest, the just To survive. To
3: yeah. survive. Just, oh, to survive? Oh, 100%. Wilco. Why? yeah more laughs with him
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah longer longer, longer laughs friendship. longer friendship yours laughs. was shorter burnt out yeah, yeah but if they visit. were the
2: same duration which would you pick
0: no that's not a
1: question though <laughs> no, is it no if
3: it's yeah no. it's different, different no one likes you oh, f- go with him fuck off man <laughs> well Mark we
0: won't have any of that sort of language we we'll leave that to
1: Sorry. LMS you're better than that I am um, <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to hanging Louis? around
2: with him too much
3: Louis what have you been up to uh, Pre
1: season, yeah. looking after four kids. Four uh, kids? Oh my god. Get <laughs> snip. Yeah. Just get the snip.
3: Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Because when they find a new wife, ah. which is probably going to wrap them. Respect.
0: Yeah. is yes, definitely watching again. this as start well. percent yeah. 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 She yeah. probably knows I'm going to find You'd a new wife. You'd be in the dog ass. She's probably going to kick me out. Yeah. So these boys gave me that line that you're a Millwall hooligan. That's where it all started the Isle of Dogs. Yeah. I say I was a hooligan,
3: <laughs> never, never been in... But you are,
0: are you a Millwall, are you a football <laughs> man, are you a Millwall Yes, fan? yes I am, you that's are. why I wish we could talk about football is in the Rugby League. We can do it. So yeah. so, you, so you grew up going down to the Den, watching yep. Millwall?
3: Yeah, 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 wow. so I right. played for a team called Millwall Albion, which was uh, in Millwall Park in East yeah. London uh, and used to get free tickets, so... Goalkeeper, weren't go you? There. Goalkeeper, goalkeeper, outstanding goalkeeper. John well. didn't know that. No, outstanding.
0: Cut so, the cat. anyone listening, <laughs> watching, will be wondering how the hell a journey like that from a, a London boy from the, not just a London
1: boy. I mean, you can get more authentic London than the Isle of Dogs. Is, is the Isle of Dogs just for my, like, clarity as a northerner? The Isle of Dogs, like, is Cockney Central,
0: is, is that pretty much, isn't what, it? Like what it that defines London? What
1: defines cockney When you're a cockney, do you, you have, have to be, be born <coughs> in the sound of
3: Bow Bells. Okay. So you have to be born in London Hospital, which Bow Bells is just up the road, okay. which I was. Yeah. Uh, and I'm my first born because I was still like, oh, London. Uh, I played the Bow Bells when he was born. So yeah. there, so he's technically a
0: Cockney. Right. The others, yeah. how it works. The others couldn't bother. They're Scousers. They're Scousers. they yeah. But your missus is a Southerner. Yeah, she's South, yeah, yeah. South East, so. And, but the kids must have Northern accents now. They've been up here that long, haven't they? That, well,
3: the oldest Rudy does, he goes from Brummy, then, he'll go, then Cock- he'll go down, I don't know why, he goes down South and then he co- becomes Cockney again. <laughs> and comes back up here and goes, Brummy. Mank. So it's so brummy or
2: Cockney, yeah, <laughs> pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. So we
0: had Sam Burgess on last week, he's, his accent's all over the place. One minute, he's sort of uh, proper no, Dewsbury. It's not all over the place, It's just Australian. Is it? Just, yeah, no, there's a bit of yours. Rubbish Australian, Australian. No,
2: Australian. No. No, it's like fully Australian. Australian. But I've already
0: yeah. noticed that uh, Louis, when he swears, and you're a bit of a swearer, aren't you? You've got a periodic swearing chart in your kitchen.
3: Yes, yeah, got a uh, birthday gift, so I put it up in the kitchen so the kids can learn from an early The kids
0: learn the C-bomb, yeah?
3: <laughs> not yet. Not yet. I think the wife. Would, uh, the wife. La- t- is they've heard it. They've heard yeah. it, but they know not to say it. <laughs> <laughs> and that
1: is how to parent your children: uh. the clear distinction between setting a bad example <laughs> and making sure they know not to copy. Yeah, but once League you have 20.
3: four, then you at least one of them might succeed. Oh, you've learned. You've yeah, learned. Yeah, at least, least
0: one, one might. Yeah. yeah, the others. Yeah. So, so you. So this, this is what this is the connection I'm trying to make. All the re- I can make sense of the last 10, 15 years, but from your journey from the Isle of Dogs to playing for, at the time, London Broncos. They were then renamed Harlequins and then back to London Broncos. How did you suddenly get interested in rugby league being a Millwall boy?
3: Well, by, well it was like by chance. I think I've told this story so many times. It was like a supply teacher coming to a school. So I went to a school in South, uh, south London, Lewisham. Mm. called St. Joseph's Academy. It's not there no more because it wasn't a really good school. Mm. Uh, went there, supply teacher came in from up north, Mr. Hogg, and, uh, he Hoggy. said he said yeah, well he said to me, You yeah, you're you're not that smart, you're quite big. Use free. Go down and try a rugby league. So really? me and a couple of boys went down there and we had a fight in the game and then brilliant. <laughs> <got laughs> yeah. yeah. it, it, it doesn't sound
1: like a great retention, like, <laughs> like as a tool for recruiting rugby players. Like what's the checkbox? Are you smart? No. <laughs> Are you big? Yes. Are you technically unemployable? Yes. <laughs> Do you like to play rugby league? Yes. That's, 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 that's worldwide, though, <laughs> was not it?
3: And then I'm up here talking to you. On but what, on a who, was this game,
1: who was this game for?
3: <laughs> oh, it was just like a trial game because they needed to get like a... At the Broncos Academy. Yeah, because Broncos didn't have like a, a youth system or nothing coming yeah. through. So they needed to start under 16s and 16s. Who were the other two? Mike c, Yeah. Uh, and his brother, Rob. Oh, they're, so they're both. Uh, Rob's still playing. Rob's still playing. They? Mike's yeah. in uh, Australia now. He's missing right. his kids. Yeah. Right. And that
2: but was wait, the first time you ever played was a, a trial for London. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. That. It was just. It was. Here's a ball.
0: Run with it. But but know, it you didn't know the rules. You didn't know rules. All the anything. kids there. It was the first time playing yeah, a draw. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and it was just so, to explained to you on the spot the rules. I mean, how? Because that must. Have, it's got to take years and years to. He still struggles to
2: understand them fully. No, no. If we're being honest, you still struggle. All, right? a yeah. yeah. little
1: <laughs> Rugby <R-Rubber> league <laughs> will is drafts. Rugby union is chess. Now, chess and checkers. So drafts is very simple. Like it, the, the, one of the keys to our sport, actually, we don't leverage all that much. Is mm. that it's actually relatively simple to pick up. Yeah. If you if you if you're big and quick, Louis, yeah, and, and quick, imagine just run when you first got the ball and you run and you're really athletic, mm. it must have been quite a comfortable sort of sport for you to go into.
3: Yeah, it was easy really, because it was easy to pick up. Instead of going union and knowing when to get in and.
1: Get out. Get out. Yeah,
0: get in, get out and <laughs> present the ball, whatever it is. But no, it was just
3: play the ball right between your legs. But I'm fascinated else then. Run. So
0: you played that game and then who actually thought this, that you've got a talent? And who convinced you, your family that you could make a career out of this?
3: Well, then it was it was Phil Jones, who was head of uh, recruiting for London, like the academy. He was mm-hmm. head of the academy down there and he came to us and said, come, let's go and, go and play for London and the South, which I did. And, and what age were you here?
0: 16, 16, 16, 15, 16. Yeah. And what were your other options at that time? Obviously not goalkeeping. that a wife of the crime, probably.
3: No. probably. Uh, well, well, it was going to be a spark. I thought, yeah, yeah, it'll just okay. be a spark. Uh, and then that got binned off because we had to train in Osterley, uh, which was yeah, yeah. North London. Yeah. So we had to go. I had to go from East London to North London, and that was two and a half hours on train and all that getting over there. Uh, so then I just said, oh thingy, but they'll pay me what, 50 quid a, a game? So yeah. I was like, well happy.
2: And when do you go to Hull FC on loan?
3: Uh, on loan? Because I remember playing for, against you? Because they didn't have a 21s. London didn't have a 21s. Yeah. Because I think back then it was only, they needed to have like a 16s and eighteens. An yeah. Twenty-one. so we went up there. Me, Eddie, BC, Ian Lane, and Mike Warensey. So what did you house. make
0: of that sport? You've come into a sport, which is obviously predominantly Northern, even more so back then than than it is these days. What did you think you were getting into? I mean, did you... Did you just feel completely alienated from from everyone else? He was all of them up north apart from the Bronco.
3: Well no, tell the truth, I think it was just like a it was by chance I got into it. So it was like, oh I didn't didn't I didn't have a clue what was what it was. So I, all I knew is I was getting paid money to to play it. And I was like, oh, Alright, sweet. So we go up there, play if we win, we get we get more money. If we didn't then we
0: still get fifty quid. So it was win win for me. Back then, so I was like, Yeah, sweet. And then not long after, St Helens come calling. Yeah. How, how did that come about
3: uh well i was at a contract with london uh and at the time brian mack was there uh and he was he was going to leeds so i thought oh uh, well i might as well just see what's out there dip the fishing rod in the line a couple of people bit met amon got on well with him bought me a beer so i went oh sweet let's go <laughs> there
2: london would have wanted to keep you though at that, t- that time because you were probably is that when you played for england when you yeah, played at the broncos
3: yeah yeah no well they yeah they did come in and they wanted to keep me but i thought then well, back then i got bitten by the bugs i wanted to win things i yeah. thought to myself i don't want to stay at a club a lot of people were going that year so like danny Orr was going going back away he was like a he was like a role model to me really mm-hmm. uh he lived with me for six months in a house before he got his ass down there so he took me under his wing and he, he said he said you got to take the game and if you want to win things you've got to move on and i spoke to like Purdom and all that saying what should i do and he said well once saints come knocking just just go up there just go and test this so that's interesting
0: what you said there because you like, originally you painted the picture just a throwaway line like i was either going to be an electrician or just getting paid to play rugby but you you mentioned winning so you obviously had that in you instilled in you which isn't in everyone mm. is it no no
3: I think, I think i think you have to you have to you have to want to win otherwise no point no point i oh, need swore then nah and he did well, uh, yeah yeah well, uh, well, well there's no point playing a sport if you don't want to win mm. you don't
0: you don't play the sport unless you want to No, it's not about taking
3: part. Is no, it? it's not about, about taking part. The you don't Yeah, yeah.
0: Nonsenses of sport. Yeah. But no one coaches that to you. That's the that's what my point is.
3: You don't Yeah, you don't no, yeah. Well, I think yeah, that comes from like your mum and dad and all. I think I was lucky enough I come from a good family where my mum and dad like love you and all that. And my mum and dad was a judo, she won like a bronze medal in like the Bridget European Championships and all that. Yeah. The European yeah. Championships? European Championships, yeah. Wow. So she was like does, always dedicated your mom, to...
1: Your mum would have judo thrown your dad around a fair Yeah, Big yeah, yeah. Pete, hence why Louis and yeah. And, then, yeah,
3: <laughs> and then, then I obviously got my dad who's just a model Jack of
1: all <laughs> trades. And... He couldn't be more Louis' dad, couldn't be more silverback, alpha male, Cockney London. he's yeah. Like, yeah. like... All his mates are like that as well. Like, massive hands, huge, just big, you know. Which
0: one's McCarthy, which one's Scarsbrook?
1: Scarsbrook's my old man and McCarthy's... Obviously so,
0: yeah. hold on, we, we just glossed over the fact that his mother's a European judo champion. No, we you, haven't. We we did you know that? We
1: discussed it in a really weird <laughs> sexual innuendo about yeah, Louis' mum throwing <laughs> his dad <laughs> yeah. around. You love the tone?
0: Yeah. You came from a sporting family. So yeah, that, no, that, yeah. that's obviously been maybe subconsciously instilled in you then from a young age because... Yeah, I
3: think, yeah I think so. I think, obviously, my mum and dad have worked hard to... To do what they did, and they worked hard to look after me and my sister. And I think that does does instill stuff in you. Mm.
1: Uh. But it's funny, isn't it when, when I think when you're young and you become good at something, the positive reinforcement you get from say you do something and you're good at it, and people go, "Well done," mm. it's like Pavlov's dog. That's conditioning, isn't it? and you got bump. You get like this endorphin tick down the back of your head, mm. which means, "Oh, like I get recognition from doing that well." Mm. And then I reckon in life, if you do something well when you're young, you want to do it more, Mm. people tell you you're better at it, and it becomes this travelator of, you know, you you, you do it more, you get better at it, you become more competent at it. Whereas it's that initial decision to play Louis that probably started that journey. I reckon you could have been competent at anything because athletically you're gifted. But the interesting thing for rugby league, Will, is that that first interaction with sport, like proper, where he felt this positive like reinforcement mm-hmm. of doing it well, was rugby league. I just wonder how many chances we're missing as a sport to get athletes like. And you. It's probably its yeah.
2: simplicity that you alluded to before that makes an athlete like Louis take play it once and his athletic attribute just come to the fore because it's so simple to play at a young age. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's quite big as well in schools in London, isn't
3: it? Yeah, oh, it's massive. Yeah. like a, like, a, like you're saying then. I didn't really get bitten by the bug till I was about twenty, mm. and then I went, "Do you know what? I could, I could probably get, I probably earn a living out of this."
0: I wasn't until then.
3: Yeah, I, I was just, I was playing it just, just to hang around with my mates and fifty quid, get fifty quid, and buy new yeah. pairs of
0: trainers. That was it back in the day. So at twenty, did you think that? Because I always find these bits fascinating in terms of hindsight being a wonderful thing. But back then, did you think that you could have carved the career like you have done and still going in your thirties?
3: Well, to be fair, if it weren't for Mako come in and rollocked to me first of all and told me like if you want to do something you got to do this this and this yeah then i don't think i went i went well i don't don't know if i want to don't know if i want to do this okay i'm just going be a builder and probably earn the same mm. amount of money
1: so, so was brian mcdermott you i'm reading into it that he was a big influence then yeah i on think you yeah.
3: maca behind the scenes was was very big i think he's mm. the one that pushed me to do uh, push push me to play play well if you know what I mean. Like you said, like you're a dog and you just want to be known that you're a really good dog and get stroked behind the ear every now and then. <laughs> so that's what I was. I was like, I hey need Mac. You're nice. <laughs> what, were the, what were the things that you said? Big ears as well, aren't yeah. they? What were the things that he you said Qualified. you've got to do,
0: yeah, yeah. Louis, to to get where you've got to?
3: Look, lose weight first of all. Yeah, like you're a you were a big boy I was when I played. About 110 back then. Well, yeah. yeah, big, big, big round, round thing. thing. Yeah, what you now? 100. So. Uh, but yeah, like lose weight. And I uh, think we did, we did many, many, uh, many a concessions one-on-one with Macca. Any uh, boxing with him? Boxing with him, yeah. So yeah, it was always good. Does he still, still
0: play a big part in your life now? Do you keep in touch with him? No,
3: know. Well, well, see him at games every now and then. And that's about it, yeah. Say yeah. hello. But Mecca's not one of them when you keep in touch. You just say hello to Mecca. Oh, is he? It's all right, yeah. Not yeah. got much chat. No, no,
1: it's just mentions He, Macca, ma- he, just he yeah. mentions you ever, pretty much every day, actually. No, he doesn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> Never mentioned Louis once. I actually didn't know he'd coached Louis. That's the first time I've heard it. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> joking. So I'm interested I'm in
0: joking. the first <laughs> meeting between you two. Wilkin and McCarthy Scarbro <laughs> when you first God. we played came we face played to face. for a long time didn't, we? We didn't long
1: realize time. when what what year did you sign at Saints? you were a year before me 11 you're 11 you Yeah, signed.
0: 11 yeah so we did yeah. 8 years so go on so ha- the, the, the you're all there what was that <laughs> oh, was that Royce's first that, year
1: Royce's first year, yeah. Royce's first year. Did yeah. you think who the, what the hell is this yeah, guy Witness, was witness right? that was, that was witness. witness, we played at Witness, yeah. Played at Witness. Who did, what did I think, who the hell is this guy? No, I played against him, so you had an understanding of yeah. him. Yeah. Um, the first thing I probably thought about Louis is, I couldn't believe how athletic he was, I know we keep saying this, mm. but for people who don't realise, like Louis big, he's 100 kilos. Is that just because you're not very athletic? Yes, probably, mm. uh, as me and you, not, and Mark, not very <laughs> athletic, Louis very <laughs> athletic. That's how life works. It's Some true. people are better at things than others. Mm. Like if we had Chappers here, this would be a better podcast. But <laughs> we've got you, so that's fine. He's genetically he's blessed, though, isn't he? Mm. What Chappers? Yeah, he is. <laughs> no, <you're right>. <laughs> <laughs> chappers, talented. I'm not sure about that one. <laughs> no, but look, Louis, yeah, yeah. But it, for the size of him, I, mm. I couldn't believe how mobile he was. And I think a big key to Louis being successful and as successful as he's been and be as consistent as he's been is how mobile he's been. Mm. Like, my, and the the way the games evolved during my time is. Being mobile is is the biggest asset you can have. It's not strength. It's not being able to move weight. It's like that. That stuff is is part of the picture, but it's not the biggest mm-hmm. part of the picture. Louis' speed, leg speed, ability to move around the park is the reason why he's being. Well, good. that's the first thing I noticed yeah, actually yeah. when we played at Witness. Is like this guy can shift, you know.
2: Well, you can play front row, back row, center, can't you? Yeah. Well, all those positions can play well. I don't think there's many players in the game. They could play, obviously, he gets a bit lost at times and do not know when to pass Always the ball. get lost. <laughs> but <laughs> if you put him in a position, say,
0: this is you today, he'll, 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 he'll kill it. Yeah. Do you think he's gone under the radar, underrated, because of his versatility? No. <laughs> Probably over, in term, <laughs> overrated. In terms of, in terms of <laughs> yeah. consistency. Overrated?
1: Can you go over the radar? <laughs> How do you go over the radar? Uh, it's really going over the rainbow, isn't it? Yeah, no, I'm just thinking under the radar. Yeah, no. Submarine. He's, 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 he's sort of in the stratosphere. He's, he's not on the, the radar. Yeah, no, he's above the radar. <laughs> <laughs> he's just orbiting the planet perpetually. But you know what no. I mean. No, no, he's, he's um, I think, look, he's, had a, fanta- he's had, he had a fantastic career. There's not many people get to have a testimonial year at St. Helens. There's even fewer Cockneys have a testimonial year at St. Helens. Yeah, and that true. that you don't stay at a club like Saints for that period of time if you're not competent at what you do. Louis has been amazingly competent but that was a funny year wasn't it Louis with Royce that was funny it was a funny year, year.
3: it was a good year I I enjoyed it because I signed I didn't know the coach was mm. and I said oh who's the coach gonna be like to Amon, and he he went oh I don't know yet so I was like right. "But he, go, he goes I'm signing you and I went yeah all right
1: so <laughs> take that take that do you remember <laughs> the argument that you were up on a disciplinary right so you've got a picture of this scene Louis was up on a disciplinary and Basically, Scott Moore was in the team at the time. And <laughs> Scott Moore, Scott no, Moore who's probably, you know, one of the loosest, craziest characters that I've ever played with, and that's saying yeah. something because at St Allen's we we're full of nutters. Mm-hmm. Um, Scott Moore had hid Louis's pants that had his keys in. Uh, in the middle of a training session, Kyle Eastman and Royce Simmons, the coach, had the biggest argument ever. Like they were squaring up to each other, The coach, and you start one of your star players squaring up, <laughs> squaring up to each other, prodding each other in the chest. Like literally, looked like it was going to evolve into a fight. And anyway, Royce's phone rang mid this argument, and uh, Scott Moore had hid Louis' pants, that his keys in. Louis was trying to go to a disciplinary, <laughs> and all of this chaos. So, Yeah, Royce stopped arguing with Carl Eastman. He goes, "Hey." boys who's the hid louis pants <laughs> <laughs> I was standing there, i've had a shout i've had a shout like that, and then
3: someone come running in and went scott moore's locker i went i ah, should have looked there first yeah. <laughs> then everyone come running in and went, you've just missed one of the funniest training sessions yeah, yeah. ever
1: and i went oh well that was the end of kyle eastman actually that so was it, it then yeah that was it that, yeah. uh, that story actually really yes yeah. and he was off the union yeah he was gone yeah then it was he uh, stuck two uh, fingers up to the saints fans at yeah. witness yeah um and and that argument and then he was gone. Yeah. Wow. And that was yeah. mad because he was probably... Hugely talented. Probably one of the best halfbacks I've played with. Ever. Really? Yeah. He yeah. was amazing that yeah, year. Was, Very was it the year, that the year that before year? The
3: start of that year he was class. Yeah. Yeah. his union
0: career <laughs> figured out as well. Because he
3: was he? Such, still a young kid. Mm. And for how small he was and how explosive he was, he literally should have been an NFL player, smart player as well, wasn't he? How quick he was.
0: Do you you ever feel you you, you've come into this world of rugby league and you're almost an alien within it? You've you've like invading it. Especially I can just picture you sort of in a in a conversation with Adam McManus over contracts and so on. It's just you've you've come into a world which is so dominated by the north.
3: Yeah, but I had I had like people down south, like when I was at Harlequins. I'd like good good people who come down who wanted to, to play. So I learnt off them all the swear words and all that. So, like, so, so you, I, you were integrated as a northerner yeah, in London? Really, yeah, weren't and you? then we were traveling always away, staying over, having nights out up there. So it was, yeah, you get integrated, Dri- I was drip fed.
2: It's quite a unique club as well, isn't it? London and, and Harlequins as it was at the time. Because they've got a lot of overseas Aussies and a lot of players that come down from the north who live down there. So they have a re- like a real good social, I think. They're really t- yeah. tight-knit yeah. team off the field. And I always find that the lads who lived down there were always so close to the teammates.
3: Yeah, it was it like literally, it was, was amazing. I think that was probably one of the shocks when I moved up. Mm. It was uh, like because people went home and saw their own friends and family and right? like, because I was still young, I was hanging around with like the youngsters. And everyone shot off after training, thingy. Where in London, we'd go to the Grotty caff, have like a, a coffee or something, and then go and then go home and then be around one's ass that night. It was, it's, it was weird because it was so tight knit down there and it was fantastic for socials, hanging around with each other and all that. We're up here because li- I've come from that. I thought, oh, yeah, it'd be sweet up here. We'd be sweet. Like, boom, come <laughs> here. And everyone just went home to the mates. And I'm sitting there going, oh crap, what are we going to do? Should have a Chinese, yes, yes, yeah, have a Chinese. <laughs> 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 a Chinese it's every totally night.
1: <laughs>
0: Chinese, man. <laughs> Back to 110. <laughs> yeah, easy. Well, I mean, when you look at the, the career you've had at Saints and, and, and what you've won, and, and you look at the three lead leader shields, the two grand final wins last year being the latest one, and you're looking set for another one the way you're going already at the beginning of this season. There were obviously all those losing grand finals as well. When you weigh up the trophies, do you, and you look back on your career and your testimonial year, do you think I should have had more or, or is that more than you've ever dreamt of?
3: Yeah, no, I always, think, I always think we should have had more. I think the the teams we had through my 10 years there and before, they should have had way more, way, way many, way many more. But it's, I'm lucky enough to have two, and I'm happy about that. And probably would like would like to have like a Challenge Cup, a Challenge Cup as well. But it's hard. I think we've lost in so many semi-finals where we should have won and been on the big stage. But I, I don't like looking looking back and going, "Oh, we should have done that because if if you didn't, you weren't good enough." That's why I always think if you don't win, you're not good enough. I mean,
0: you um, were there for loads as well, psychologically. Yeah. How damaging were those losing grand finals? I don't
1: know, it's weird that I don't know that. Um, I think it's damaging to look back on it too much mm. know, and be like really consumed by the fact that you didn't win. Is like, that
0: something you'll do when you when you're in your forties and fifties? Yeah,
1: yeah, I'd probably find me crying in a pub <laughs> somewhere. <Or laughs> yeah, we do that a already, really, mate. Really, really bad story about. Like, you know, we should have, we should have when they got by, <laughs> oh, or something like that. That's just <laughs> an impression of what it might look like in, mm. in four to five years' time. Mm. But I think mm. it's dangerous to reflect too much whilst you're playing. I found, my, my and Louis on his testimonial year, I found that a difficult year because it naturally is a year where you reflect a lot on what you've done. Mm. And it feels like a sealed, you know, let's talk about everything I've achieved in my career. But you're in, well, the, middle still of, playing, you're yeah. in the middle of your career, you know. I was nowhere near you know, Louis. B. It's a
2: great earner though, isn't it? Um <laughs> money wise. Well we lost talking, a lot of it. hmrc <laughs> Uh <but laughs> if quite you get it cash on. under your under your bed and a little yeah, no, box. I didn't it's Just a bit for like
1: anybody a... from uh the revenue. Yeah. I declared all of my events. He didn't. Um, yeah, so am my
0: It's, it's a bit like Sam Burgess last week, John Wilkins' net worth decreased. Quite rapidly in the uh, the years to follow. Yeah, um, <laughs> it was a seamless transfer. of cash. <laughs> was, uh, ah, A lot of money down the this? drain. Do you
1: want it? Yes, you can have it. Go on, Bye. tell us
0: about a testimonial year. What, 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 we on the outside have no idea what what kind of setup it is. What's how does it work?
3: Well, Ten years at a club. Uh, Lucky enough, I've done that. Mm-hmm. And then it's just you get a game, which they gave me. They gave me a choice, and I chose London just because. They're my team. They're, they're the team who started me up, so it was just a tip of a cap to them. And obviously, mm. I know Danny Ward well, who's the, the head coach, so that was mm. quite easy to arrange. And then you just have events through the year, really. Uh,
2: Do you want to plug any events now?
3: <sighs> When's then this going at? Soon. So essentially, this Soon. is <laughs> <laughs> essentially
0: <laughs> Lou. This is your, your 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 pension pot, isn't it? The game, you get all the takings from yeah. the game and so on. Yeah, and
3: all yeah. Well, Try try and pay your mortgage off, game. N- That's what it yeah. is. Yeah, no, try and pay your mortgage it, off.
1: It, it is. But look, there's a, there's. A, there's a funny thing going on here with, <clears throat> with rugby league is that your testimonial is used as leverage throughout your career. Mm. Believe it or not. <laughs> as like we will pay you marginally less throughout your career and give you a testimonial and Louis can't say this because he's in his testimonial year. And So your minimum wage Louis, this season. You are Talk you are <laughs> you are delighted to be having a testimonial yes, year. Yeah. But I always found your testimonial year is like factored into like your career's worth at a club. Yeah.
0: And so they're in your contract
1: these testimonial years. No, it's well, not. They it's to just. Give it, you don't know, no, yeah, they the do, RFL. but it's not. You can't have it pre-agreed. You have, you have to have ten years of service. It can't be four years. So, for example, I was six years into a, 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 con, a time at Saint Helens, and mm. then they offer you a four-year deal, that is probably not what you're expecting. But it's got the testimonial. You might have a testimonial. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah. those kinds of conversations where, look, it, it's a huge achievement to do anything. Like what Louis's done for that period of time. Yeah. But the perception of that sort of a loyalty that's being repaid is quite an archaic one, you know. Mm-hmm. It's actually I don't know if it's So you're
2: saying there's no loyalty? Or no, not I as think, much as perceived?
1: Well, I just think you you do your job well and you're competent at it and you get paid the right amount, and if you hang around long enough, you probably get paid just slightly less because there is this potential of a testimony like at the end of it. Yeah. Mm. Do you know that's just yeah. being honest. It's not like it's not like being deceit I'm not like trying to like play it down what I'm saying is that is kind of for people who don't understand that's the sort of conversations that go on in the background yeah it's a bit in more sinister sh- than in the shadow It looks like the and have, you got, have you got any advice
2: for Louis in his testimonial year what what to do and what not to do um what's
1: yeah uh I think I just thought think big think big like do big things inspirational big things. no rather than what 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 when I was at St Helens um What the the temptation was, was to just recreate Phoenix Nights repetitively (laughs) over the course of a year. Mm. So, how many times can we host a comedy and curry night? Let's see. It was like a competition. Let's see how many buffets. You know, if I saw another half a potato with, you know, cheese and a bit of pineapple sticking out of it on cocktail sticks, let's create Phoenix Nights. Forty times this year, John. Well, you and see you know that one? I all, like that. That's like, <laughs> <laughs> I like the cheese and the pineapple. And a bit of potato. <laughs> he was looking at me. Oh, come here, camera. <laughs> that's right, I went mean, like, in my
2: head.
1: No. Oh. Does
0: it does it feel like a swan song then? Because John said like, it's bizarre because look, like, you're you're probably feeling as fit and as strong as you were three years ago, four years ago. You, you're a great team. New coaches come in, and that's. Transition. We'll talk about Christian Wolf later, but it seems absolutely seamless. Will be a completely different coach to style-wise to, to Justin Holbrook. Does it feel like you're sick of talking about? Oh, look, it's coming to an end. Who knows? You might have another year contract. How old is you?
3: Thirty-three.
1: That's a lie. That sounded like a lie, didn't it? I should have said 28. You <laughs> <laughs> told me 34, <laughs> <isn't> <laughs> 34. You told me 34.
3: i <laughs> <Yeah>, 34. <laughs> I have this argument with Jess time. You told right. me 34 on oh,
1: Friday.
2: I'm 34.
3: 34, am I? Yeah. 34. Well, you said 34. 34, sorry. There's no audience.
0: 28. A lot of concussions. questions. Does McManus now? 28. McManus. So, go on, because you've spent a year now and you're going to be asked all these things, but... Does that emotional side kick in? You have to completely separate that it's your testimonial.
3: Yeah. No. No. Yeah. I'm. I, I'm quite easy. I can do that. I can just go. There you go. Let the committee look after it. Yeah. I'm fine. Well, the thing I found weird was talking about myself to me to me brochure. Yeah. When they were asking me questions, like I didn't. I'm not one of them. who, cause I, first of all, can't remember everything. Mm. So I'm like, and then I and then I look and go, who would remember? So then I end up texting people, going, what did we do on that? Like, yeah, how old go, am I? Like, yeah. Yeah. How many, yeah. I always <laughs> ask missus. <laughs> 34, 34. <laughs> right. Uh but no, like it's it, I found that hard trying to do that and and like just trying to reminisce and that like, it and then it went oh went, oh can't really remember like stuff <laughs> well, like, I, like funny stuff. Everyone was asked, do funny stuff, do funny stuff. Yeah. I'm like I'll do funny stuff when I'm ready. Don't mind
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But I find it weird like I, I found when I was having my year that Paul Wellens was a big help for me because mm. he remembers like details, you know, what happened Everything, in the eighth yeah. minute yeah. of the 2012 grand final. Yeah. Like, he just had this weird detail of like Lee Smith kicked a 40 20 in the grand final, and this happened, and yeah. then we knocked on down a short side, and then he's like, We packed the scrum, and all this. I'm like, How is Can that? Can you rewatch
2: stopping? his matches like regularly? Yes, from his glory like days, so he's, photographic memories, that people have. He wrote something
1: yeah. in my thing
3: and it said in the game where I went to him, oh, we've won this. And I vaguely remember saying it when I read it. Yeah. Mm. And then I remember, I remember me saying it because I went to him, well, oh, we've won this. So I'm like, right. And he went, he went, there was like three minutes left. He went, G- don't say that. So, and after <laughs> the game I went, told you we'd win this. <laughs> <idiot."> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but anyway. he, yeah, he remembers time. Well, well- stuff. Sky Plus Planet is, if you go, you know people, how they save things, <laughs> like tragically save things. Wello's still got 2006 season games, St. St. Helens leads at Nosley Road. His best game. He's still got that on there. The, oh my the summer fixture, like Wello scores a couple of tries early doors. And I went, out, out, like, this is probably like two years ago. I went round for a brew and Wello's like, you want to watch this?
0: Get this on. <laughs>
1: Get this. Like I wasn't there. I was like playing. And he chucks it on and he's like, look at this. Look look, look how we move the ball around here. Full 80 like, minutes. <laughs> can we just open your beers? Come on. <laughs> Um, I was going to ask you as well about
0: the Saints teams that you've played in. Because you played in some, all of you played in some brilliant Saints sides. Do you think that the one that you've just won the grand final with, and going into this season, is is the best of the bunch in the near ten years you've been there?
3: Yeah, because it was. I think what we did that year, I think was, well, it was record breaking. But it was it was an amazing. I think we had a we had a, a lot of blokes pushing in the right direction. And I thought, we told a couple of home truths and like what we needed to get out of it and what we wanted to be seen as. And I think we all bought into it. And every time we went to the pitch, it was that's that's how we are. This is us now. This is us. So it was, I think we've built, we've built like a, not like a legacy, but we've built, put our foundations down really to to go again, mm-hmm. like to build, Another Saint, another great Saints team
1: I'm, for the future. I'm asking this, but I know the answer is: <laughs> How important was Justin to that mm. change? Because when the period before Justin came in was a tough period, we yeah. were both there. It was yeah. a tough period. <clears throat> but in your eyes, what did Justin Holbrook bring bring to Saints?
3: Mm. I think that that period before, I think we were all trying our hardest, but it just wasn't working for some for some terrible reason. I think we were trying too hard. And then when Justin came in, I think it, it, sounds, it sounds like everyone says it, but he just made rugby simple. Yeah, and it John is a simple game. Time, yes. It is a simple game. And he just said, listen, this is how we're going to play. And he made, it, he made it for the first week. I thought he was one of the best coaches ever because mm. we were finished by half 11. <laughs> but he fooled me. He did fool me because mm. then we started finishing at three o'clock. And I was like, <laughs> oh, this is this. He's pulled the wool over my eyes. But he just made it simple and fun. And he wasn't, he wasn't, I wouldn't say he was much of a shouter. He did lose his rag from time to time, mm-hmm. but he was very precise on what he wanted to do. And the way he put it across, it made well—it made me feel calm that I knew that everyone knew what they was doing.
1: Mm. He had a very thin head, though, didn't he?
3: <laughs> very, very thinner, thinner than
2: thing. Kevin Brown's? Yeah, yeah. Thumb- yeah
1: I mean, Thumb. Kevin Brown's got a very... I don't think Kevin Brown's head's thin. I just think his neck's very long. Mm. That yeah, same width all the way up. Yeah, mm. yeah. but every earthworm, Jim-esque. Great block <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> if he's watching, Kevin,
0: yeah. when when he came from the NRL, like, I've spoken to him about it as well. It doesn't offend him by saying he, he wasn't a, a big name coming <clears> over <throat> from the NRL. Here, did you even envisage that you could have the success that you've had under him and, and the way it ended with him going back to? Back yeah, to well,
3: yeah. I think I think all the boys were gutted when he, when, like he said, he was obviously going to go because mm. he had such a successful season. So. But uh, yeah, no, tell the truth, I, didn't have a, I don't really know much over the NRL. Mm-hmm. But when he came over, I was like, oh, yeah, sweet. Just like when when uh, Benny Barber was standing in the showers, <laughs> I was like, who's that fella after, <laughs> after Newcastle? That was, really was weird. Like, It
1: looked like Domino's. Who's on the pizzas? The dom- uh, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> it looked like pizzas. going pizza on here? Yeah, <laughs> kind of <And> on here <laughs> the pizzas came into the dressing room. Yeah, rooms, but, but and yeah. announced at the Magic Weekend we'd signed Ben Barber. <laughs> but for lads who didn't know Ben Barber, Ben Barber just came in at a similar <laughs> time to the pizza. I stood next the, the you know, was the I Domino's was like, driver. Have you got any margaritas, mate? Is it
0: for us? Someone tip Someone tip Why is he in our shower? Someone Why was he like, <laughs>
1: Hours. <laughs> <laughs> looking back <laughs> <laughs> looking back, someone needs to ask why Ben went to the shower. The first thing right he did in. was get the yeah. shower. And then he, and then his yeah. head came under the toilet cubicle. <laughs> he's like, Hey John, you all right? Hey well, Brad.
3: Like, yeah, sweet. Who who like yeah. But no, and then yeah, and then it all just then then I knew who he was. And then, <laughs> I, then I then I saw him play and went, huh, ah, he's pretty good. But yeah. essentially what he's Justin He's not a is... pizza guy no more. <laughs> no, what, what Justin has, is has
0: left is uh, obviously a legacy and I know you guys would Delighted that he could go out with that that yeah. bang before he went back to Australia because it was already agreed and everyone knew knew he was going, but the new man's coming in again probably someone that you've never heard of again. Christian Wolf comes in, Tonga coach, um, and and how different is he in in your early experiences of him this season to Justin?
3: I think well I think he's coming. I did well I, I knew of him because oh, obviously him. Oh, yeah because <laughs> uh, we went we well for Ireland we had like a training session against Tonga okay. so I just knew. Uh, that guy yeah, was he it. was that guy. He was <laughs> shouting at all the Tongans. So uh, I knew, I knew it was that one. I didn't couldn't put a name to the face. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> he was shouting at all the Tongans when we were just <laughs> the like, brave, brave, We mum. were going through him like as Ireland, and he he told him off, and then they <laughs> then they started hurting us. So then we said, uh, pack up. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I didn't. But he's he's come in and he's he's laid out his store what he wants to improve on, what he thinks, what he's seen us that we need to improve on, and.
0: Do you need to improve? I mean, you always have to. But what is there to improve on?
3: No, I think I think as if you want to keep yourself yeah. on the top of the pecking order, you've always got to improve. I think I think as a yeah, team.
1: Yeah, one of one of sense's biggest failings in the past was sitting back and just really not challenging. You know, when you're the best or you feel like you're the best team, is that, I think what became part part of the sense DNA throughout maybe the sort of 2008, 9, 10 sort of era was, look, we're the best team, mm. you know, and, and it was more this, like, sit back and be comfortable and just enjoy it. And I'll quote one of my former teammates, Nick Fozard, who came into the change room and everybody, everybody was stressed. We got beaten off somebody. And Daniel Anderson, the coach at the time, was trying to make us play a different way. And he was like, in the middle of this team crisis meeting, mm. although we had the best team, we weren't playing very well. And Daniel Anderson's hosting this meeting and he, Nick Fozard stopped the meeting and went, boys, boys, relax. We're the champions. Let them catch us. <laughs> Very party. It was. Yeah. It was. And they caught us. <laughs> oh, they caught us. <laughs> they caught us. Leeds caught us big time. For six years straight. So... so- <laughs> <laughs> And that's fine.
0: So it's all Nick Fozard's fault.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is all Nick Fozard's fault. A lot of things in
0: Nick So Fossard's go on thing. give us a bit of insight into, into Christian and his mentality. How different to Justin?
3: I think oh well, I think I think they are the same because all head coaches are the same. They're all mental. So they're all <laughs> like they're all in that bracket of mentalness. Justin uh, seemed
0: to me on the outside like the calmest man. No, nah, the they're all mental. No, just, I mean, justin was all stress. All yeah, all yeah, you could, yeah, people
3: can cover it. Like yeah. that, like I'm a stress head. You wouldn't believe that. I'm funny as anything as well. So you <laughs> <not laughs> know what <laughs> <laughs> but, like, ah! like, yeah. uh, <laughs> but no, that's like he's he's totally different, but they're the same, if you know what I mean. He's coming, yeah. he doesn't want to change stuff, he just wants us to make us more 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 of a, a tight, tight knit group, like we were, and just, just just play the game how he wants to play. Because he's had things that he's he's seen in videos where he wants us to work on, and I think all the boys are buying into it. Into like field sessions, wrestle sessions, weight sessions, mm. he just wants more intensity, and I think, I think the boys are giving it at the moment because we we've been playing well and we're we're, we're looking all right.
1: And there's a bit of thing I think in in team sports like you have to keep evolving what you do, and there's a natural cycle to it. Either either for example, I'd say like maybe Man United when they had Alex Ferguson for such a long time, he rejuvenated things by changing his coaches, by you know you know redefining what he thought was important by changing his playing staff but in rugby league we don't have this sort of management structure where you've got a manager and coaches Mm. so very much the head coach is the be-all and end-all really so there's a cycle of two or three maybe four years and then either the coach has to sort of probably change or reinvent himself or that's a natural point at which the club needs something else i think justin leaving was for me, a big challenge for Saints, but also a blessing as well, because Justin's gone on and will do great things in the NRL. But Christian Wolf's coming and it ju- will naturally just re-energize. it a little bit. Yeah, and, and <laughs> come in with a, cri- you're right, that's exactly what Banks. it is. A yeah. critical eye.
2: Well, I think when you get a new coach, they want to put their stamp on it, don't they? Yeah. They don't want to do everything that was, was done in the past because it wouldn't feel like their own. So the fact that Saints have got the same playing squad, it's a great playing squad and they've got probably loads of young kids coming through. Um, so the fact that he's, he's got a little bit to work on, but I think it is that critique and just kind of roughing out the edges a little bit and, and, and fine-tuning
3: things. Just like what he says as well, I think when he when he did come in, it put more people on their toes again. Yeah, yeah. So you're not getting comfortable you're like, going. oh, we know what we're going to do, Justin's here. Yeah. We know where our sessions are going to go because for the first month we had no idea what was going on. We were running everywhere, like literally running everywhere and doing everything at, at speed. And he's just put boys back on their toes. Where if you feel like you're comfortable, he's not, he, and, and he's not afraid to throw people in. So yeah. as well. So but I guess the
0: danger is he's left at the the absolute peak, and it looked like it. Well, it wasn't the peak because it was getting higher and higher. And he could have had another couple of seasons with you at that level, couldn't he, Justin?
3: Oh yeah, yeah. I think I think he could have. I think if he kept it going, it would have been difficult. I think this season to try and recreate it and all that because you'd have to come in and try and change things. Like Wilco says, you just mm. wanna you wanna be rewarded and get told that you're good and everything like that, but you also wanna be go go do this. Nah, go do this. Do be be better. Be better. Mm. And I think he's yeah. left and gone over there and he will do wicked stuff N- over there. N- N- N-
2: NRL jobs don't come up very often. And yeah. for an Australian player or coach that is the pinnacle of the game. So when Gold
1: Coast Titans, who struggled for a few years, approached him, it was a no-brainer for, yeah. for Justin going and over there. There's like a balance <laughs> in the sport as well. Is like comfort and consequences. So when you're really comfortable, I think it's, it's bad for performance. And when there's too many consequences, it's bad for performance. So you've got to tread this line. And you see it in football, don't you? Football's hilarious for me as an outsider looking in, is the team's going really badly, bring Sam Allardyce in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but do you do know, know what I mean? We'll you, we'll you. know what? he'll
1: <laughs> get a reaction from a pl- group of players that are yeah. underperforming. Whereas you know the the really great coaches balance people feeling comfortable and being excited, but then also making people understand there's consequences for not doing your job well. And that that in that scene there is great coaching, is world class coaching where people know that they're comfortable and feel comfortable, but they're aware that they have to make sacrifices because if they don't, there's consequences. Mm. And, and that's the key. And and I think the tendency when anything is really extended in time, unless you're a genius sort of coach, is that people become comfortable. And then that's where a change happens. And in football, don't we see it all the time? Mm. Well, is more so now than we did 20 the, years ago. The yeah. perception is, God, the team's not doing so well. Well, I'll bring somebody in because there's then there'll be consequences. Yeah. A new guy will come in and drop two players. And they're, they're, the consequences yeah. are there. But I guess Whereas, the financial
0: pressures have increased that intensity. Yeah, for sure. But but,
1: but what we're talking about is maybe Saints would love to have kept Justin Holbrook. Mm. But bringing in Wolf is actually a chance to reinvigorate, which is already, I'm telling you now, 10%, 15% better than any other team in Super mm. League. Have you sensed that?
0: Not that it went stale at all under to, under Justin, but have you sensed that in the past with coaches that... When the players aren't fully on board with what they used to be with that coach, that it becomes contagious and almost poisonous within a squad.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think you, you, you can get that. You can get the old complacency where yeah. you just like, yeah, well, to score a try, we'll be sweet. Like it's someone, someone to get us out of this trouble. I mm. think I, I'd, I'd be lying to you if I've never, never like felt that in like a group or something. But. Like I said earlier on in the show, we're we're all winners, so we all want to all want to win. But it's sometimes we go about it the wrong way, where we try too hard mm. or thingy. But like you said, there's always a consequence where you could end up being crap or mm. world class. Mm.
0: So someone else who's followed their NRL dream, uh, the big news coming out of yeah. St. Helens this week, Luke Thompson, off to yeah. join the Canterbury Bulldogs. Um, I mean, you you must have known about that for a while, but if, you know, officially announced. And you've had a chat with him, haven't you? You said you could stay at St. Helens and be a legend or test yourself
1: amongst the, the best in the world. So yeah. it's Louis' fault he's left. Right? <laughs> yeah, basically, no, just, <laughs> yeah. Just, just, Eamon, if you fans, yeah. Louis basically is the rat in the camp. <laughs> <laughs> he's telling He was. Te- Louis said to me this three or four years ago, get out of here, there's more cash. All, he got, he says, drama, get, get, get on you that You to get to Canada? Whoa, yeah. get to Toronto. He said, there's mm. loads of cash. Whoa, yeah. loads of pie <laughs> mash out there. I was like, whoa, Louis, steady. I want my testimonial year. I'm fine. I've been paid less than I should have done for 10 years, mm. but I want the... Celebrate with the <laughs> lads. Good agent's fees out there, though. Yeah. The <laughs> out there. I mean, he's, he's an incredible
0: talent, isn't he?
3: He's phenomenal. He's been phenomenal the past, past three years. I think for us, he's been fantastic. I think with Tomo, like he said earlier on the show, when you have uh, speed, leg mm. speed, you're big and strong, and you're built like Tomo, mm. then you're going to go well in anything. Well, he's not
2: that big, though, is he? For a front rower, but he's that speed. I think
3: the he's strength. the
0: nuggetiness, yeah. isn't he? He's not. He's not tall. That I wouldn't a, say that, he's tall, but well, he's nuggetiness. I'd say he's the, he's <laughs> the, <laughs> the modern nuggetiness. Just a word. <laughs> that's a word. He's just a giant neck, isn't he? As well, it's a giant ball of muscle that's ready to pack. <laughs> ah,
1: like Tom <laughs> was a prime example of right getting the best out of a player. So Luke Thompson came onto the scene at Saints. Mm. Um, you know, he, he was. You know, he did great things initially. And then in sort of a complex environment of where you know getting to a certain part of the field and doing this and being on this and you know he was being easily this confused option, like like Tomo is a blunt tool. He's he's like a really small albino sledgehammer. That's what you've got to look at him like. And and when you say to Tomo just. What does he say? Just just grab egg. Cart, I'm just going to cart egg in, deadhead. Cart it in, deadhead. Curt <laughs> it, it in, deadhead. And once he starts doing that, he just picks up the ball and runs hard and just stuff stuff happens. Mm. That's like kind of the game plan at the same but,
0: but, I mean, that's that's
1: belittling the talent that he's got, isn't it? I mean, in terms of No, like... no, his talent is not no, his but rugby. I'm... His talent's not rugby. No? His talent is physical preparation. Rugby is a consequence of his physical preparation. A bit like Louis. Tomo, uh, yeah, well, no, in, in as much as Louis... Athletic. Pack of biscuits every but, night. But Tomo's reaped the rewards of being mobile and really... Che- you know, there's kind of players that come along and he kind of probably changed how that position is, is played, yeah. you know, in what he's done. And that's why he's going to Canterbury. So being a,
0: a St. Helens homebird, can you see him being a success in Australia? Or does he need the, the, those home comforts around him?
3: No, I think he can. I think he could be a ex- uh, success that day. I think, like he said, like, look, like he's, he's quick. He's strong. Mm. He's, he's got nearly half of what rugby league is over there. So he's he's, he's going to go he's well. He's fit over as well. There. He plays he's big. He goes he goes a long time. And I think what you don't see yeah, is that he prepares for the game, for a season, for everything, tremendously. Yeah. He's like pinpoint. He'll you know, eat meals, hydrate. He does everything, and he's he's bob on with that. And I think. Over there, and only kick him on to go over there. And I know, obviously, like Saints done everything to keep him. They wanted to keep him because he's a phenomenal talent. But at the the end of the day, when someone knocks you and throws money, money at you, it's it's a dream, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's not a dream.
1: It's not a dream if Saints. Sorry, mate. (laughs) It's not a dream. Sorry, (laughs) (laughs) as as we talk about the Lakers. Come on. What's happened? What's been happening at the Lakers? Let's not talk about the Lakers. No, when you know it's an opportunity. I get it, and and. And like it's exciting to go and test yourself, but he would never go and test himself if there was the commercial means in Super League to stay. To keep him, he'd stay.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, no,
1: yeah, if if we had the same
3: money as over there, I think yeah,
0: Well, more and more boys would stay. I think. Well, Mark, you've been there, done it, played in the NRL. Mm. Have you? So. Don't like to talk about <laughs> it. Yes. So, so go on, because it's been. I mean, obviously, you know, Bateman an exception, but there've been a lot of names, haven't there, in the last ten years who've mm. gone over the best of the best from Super League and have come back a year later, Except two me. years later.
2: Yeah, I think I think he'll go really well over that. because apart from all these physical attributes, he's a big game player as well. He was that performance in the Grand Final last um, year phenomenal. against us was yeah. one of the best yeah. front rowers performances I've ever seen. I think in the uh, he's only played for his country a few times, and all, every time he does, he's been unbelievable. And I think he's got that mentality that you need in the NRL because it's ruthless in terms of the way they play. It's it's a it's an arm wrestle every single week, and I think he's he's got the the mentality to to stick it out for a full game and to do all the right things continuously. And I I, I just I can see him just going on to another
1: level. But this there. this is the wrong right. There is no question he's going to do well in the NRL. You think? Yeah. There's no yeah. question. Because like he, he's up there with one of the he's one of the best front rows in the world anyway. He Proved it, in England. And, and Anywhere. And 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 so yeah. this question of how will he go in yeah. the NRL? is not. How will George Williams go? George Williams will be exceptional in the NRL. Mm-hmm. How will all of these young British players go in the NRL? Well, the reason they're being recruited is because the the recruitment process over there identifies them as being able to do really well. Yeah. The, the the challenge is, and the, what we've got to talk about is it is devastating. And sad for me that we're not going to see Luke Thompson playing in super league next year mm. it, it, it's it's
0: but inevitable. awful but inevitable at the same time it,
1: yeah, but what that's like what how about that doom, the inevitable sort of fear that what we have no chance at retaining our best young talent
3: mm. and I'm but with that, you that's... on that I am with you on that because if we keep losing our young talent, and i know I know well I only know from Saints that they did try their best to keep him, but if we keep losing our talent to over there, then over here becomes just a, a, feeding, ground. a, a feeding ground for but That's Australia. the landscape
2: of the sport in this country, is that our salary cap, I know we've got the marquee player allowance and all that sort of stuff, but it's a quarter or a third of what it is over there. So they can pay the players more money. So as a consequence, they're going to poach our best players. So drop the I'd cap, get rid
1: of it. The yeah, salary yeah. cap's failed. It's a failed concept. Okay, I'm, I'm really tired of talking about this. What give, What evidence is that the salary cap's worked? Can you, you, right Will, as an outsider from a sport, why would you put a salary cap on a sport?
0: Well, we've been over this, haven't we, before, but- To um, stop
1: clubs failing, yeah. and to keep an even, that'd even be the pl- only one in in playing the playing. Field, but, yeah. but the distribution of talent's not even in the UK. No. Nope. Because Saints and Wigan and Leeds and Warrington, probably mm. they're still cherry pick the best young players. Why would you leave St. Helens? Well, be, Wakefield are gonna offer you 300 grand a year, so you stay at St. Helens anyway, because you're winning. So the cap stops you from actually your earning potential of being great. Has it stopped clubs going bust? No, Bradford is struggling. Salford, you know, there's rumours about Salford. Huddersfield, there's rumours about Huddersfield. Look, Toronto's bankrolled by an individual. Mm. So the the evidence of the cap working, I think If anything, Smaller
2: clubs end up paying players more money because they have to entice them to leave a big club by paying them more money. So as a consequence, a lot of the perceived smaller clubs end up pushing the boundaries of the salary cap because that's the only way
1: to recruit. I just think what's the I I'd like to see it just because I think we need to be desperate to preserve the talent pool in this competition. And, yeah, for and the and future uh, of the sport. For obviously, sure. Obviously, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 look, I I just think that's got to be of paramount keep the money in the sport on the field. And and look, I'll it's not a self I'm not saying it because I want to earn more money. I actually... You're doing all right, Toronto. No, 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 I'm not. It's not. Is is that off off mic? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Sorry. I know you haven't got your extra 5% for your little living costs. No. What are your living costs? Why do you need that extra 5%? It's just a slush fund, really,
1: isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Just put it, you know... It's so expensive to live in. Have you got a new car? What? Have you got a new car? Have you got a new car? No, I asked you first. Oh, yeah, I've lost both my cars. I got my house robbed. Pathetic. Did.
2: Is anyone seen the Jaguar? Oh, did see that. <laughs> 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 did and a grand, grand final, final ring for 2014. <laughs> oh, Can I have burgled, it back, please? Um, yeah, I got
0: yeah, burgled. Tuning in. Burgled crime such, Stoppers. Crime you know, Stoppers. Call his <laughs> <laughs> <Guinness laughs> number at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> it's on a matter of pay, is not it? <laughs> Who, where is that ring now? Do you, I, I've got a I've Can we do a plea
1: to the... This looks very much like a Crime Stoppers set. Have a look. I have a feeling that
0: you're. 2014... Grand final oh, ring. ring is on the teeth of Mahe Fanua. Because you interviewed him today and he's got two gold teeth. And he's melted down a ring, he told me, to put them on his teeth. His, from his father, you oh, said. He's melted down days. a ring. He said it was a wedding ring, but he didn't look too confident. One he of he his teeth.
3: There. You could just see a fall. And
0: also, do you know what he's got on his teeth? And he's taking the piss out of you. MF. Because he's got the initials MF <laughs> in gold <laughs> got, on his teeth.
1: initials. because, because his name is Mahe Fanua. Have you got it? a
2: new car? Have you got a defender? For like wading through the countryside, so you're, you're
1: waiting for our personal relationship to ask me this question on I a s- podcast. I saw it, Do you great to have this con- was, Maybe was... we should have
0: that conversation after. About the yeah,
1: I've, had a, I've got a defender. Yeah. It's turning into top gear now <laughs> for wading. Through. How is it? How is it? 2.4 diesel. I've had it remapped, so <laughs> yeah, an extra uh, 60 newton meters of torque in gears one and two. Um,
0: let's talk about the season.
1: Yeah, that's better to
0: finish off because, um. <clears <clears <throat> I mean, firstly, John, is everything all right with you? You you look like yeah. you have been dishevelled. You look dishevelled. Yeah, we had a yeah. couple of Guinness before the show. Well, no, no, I mean in general, well, like you know, huh? the, to begin the season. Huh? Yeah, I mean, he looks. I mean, he looks like he sort of. The thing, is, the thing I want to say is I can't say it because I'm going to get you, like in, myself pull in trouble. him a skip, and you in trouble.
1: But <laughs> is everything okay? Everything's great. Well, yeah, everything's great. You just keep, I you know, cleaning <laughs> yourself. <laughs> Yeah, the you, tinted moisturizer and the blow top. No one's interested in that. This well, season, no, we are interested. No, well, interested. in that. We are interested, interested in that. Well, how much faith have you got on there? This season,
0: today? lots. <laughs> when was makeup? the last time you got a blow top makeup on? <laughs> I
3: was going to say, what is your daily routine? Look how many
2: creases are on his forehead. Is is that,
0: right? Zero. Anyway, um, Go like do you well, get a Turkish barber to
1: do? you get a Turkish barber to shape your beard?
0: This season recruitment. Where's your shot? Some unbelievable <laughs> players have come into this league. Sonny Ball Williams, sorry. who's head is who, who's a heads up? Who's
1: ours? John's, John's up heads Sonny's up, Sonny, Sonny Ball Williams yeah. is us. It's not the other way around. No, it's not the same yeah. he, he he stand up 69. It, is, it, is, is this
0: the most exciting season going into it, to a season that, that you've had in the last nine, ten years with the players that have come in?
3: The players that have come in, yeah. Bloody oh yeah, obviously you got Cesar Williams, uh, uh, Huddersfield, Maloney, at exactly. Catalan. Yeah, I think you got you got stars that are coming over. And name some others, on. Louis.
1: Hey, name some others. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Maloney. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh. Sandy
3: Williams. Flash. Caesar.
0: Caesar. <laughs> Caesar, Caesar. No, but we talk about players going out, don't we? And the drain of going to NRL. Yeah, that is true. Still that is true. Big no, you're right.
1: You're be. right. Well, actually, it's probably been the most exciting year. <gasps> so I think the comments about Luke and that deserve some context is this has been a great year for retaining mm. talent. For I mean, getting new talent in, hasn't mm. it? But then we have to keep focused. The other side of it is losing good young players. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a big threat to the sport, mm-hmm. but but some players like Maloney, even Gareth Widdop, Caesar, yeah Widdop, Sonny Bill, you know, big names like box office. We had a page, full page in the Times mm-hmm. this yeah. week, rugby league.
3: Well, yeah, it like, was, on, on, it was on Sky Sports News, and it was like Sonny Bill Williams a sign for. I was like, like, like you never ever see it. Yeah. On the yellow bar. No, you wait for Any the, t- rugby league, the ticket. Yeah. Goes wait past, for goes sat, And it. then it always goes to the ad. Yeah, yeah, so you're like, yeah, you miss yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it was on the yellow bar and I was like, well, yeah. rugby league's made it now. What's Easy. he like?
1: Great. Lovely. Really nice guy. Um, He's, he's tall, athletic, good yeah. looking. He looks humongous. Looks anything looks insightful that people Looks great don't in know his about. pants. Likes to read. Um, What's he reading? Potter? He's reading a book about Harry samurai. Potter about the samurai, the way of the samurai, called Mashashi. I've got a samurai so It's about how to live your life, but mm. he's used life lessons as a samurai.
2: Quite insightful.
1: He's an insightful guy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good he's on got you. a horrendous beard, uh, very patchy. You uh, had he, a bad beard for a while, didn't you? Rochdale. Yeah, he's fine. He's from he's from New Zealand. Like there's nothing happening in New Zealand. <laughs> mm. Like you could move anywhere and be delighted to like New Zealand's beautiful, isn't it? But it's yeah. just like basically but he's lived
2: in the south of France and Sydney and Japan as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. But he said, quote for like this is him, Rochdale's his favourite place he's been in the in fact, world. There you go. What? What? Exactly. We've well, got new training facilities these days, haven't you? Old Manchester cities. Yeah, yeah, no, he likes Rochdale. Training ground. He loves Rochdale. Mm.
0: It's a nice little gift,
1: isn't it? City yeah. just letting you
0: squeeze in there with Aguero and David Silva. Yeah,
1: I actually drove in when uh, Puep Guardiola was... Pep. R- <laughs> what did that Pep come out? Yeah, he said yeah. Puepp. Puepp. Yeah. Pep Guardiola. A little way? No, drives a really turd car. Interesting. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and, and a little grenade to throw in in terms of recruitment. There's no doubt about his talent on the pitch, but um it's caused a bit of a shitstorm, is not it? Israel Folau. Thoughts, Louis. We'll go oh, to you on this well, one. This don't, one. Come don't come to me. I'll <laughs> come to me. i will just skim
3: then. on this. Well, yeah. So, yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, an incredible. incredible. <laughs> yeah, did so, you just yeah, say?
1: Yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. Did Louis just went. Yeah. So yeah. yeah yes. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was his answer. That's
3: me in my head going. <laughs> he's don't come say anything. He's <laughs> Do
1: you know who he is? Do you know who he is? So yeah. From no. Yeah. Union. Yeah. 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 The union winger. Isn't it? Yeah. John, to you. Yes, what, what you thank you so <laughs> much. Thank you so much. You got away with that one. What do you mean? I mean, what do you want me to say? I mean, look, I'd what, like I, you to
2: repeat what you said on LBC last week from the call-in show. Okay.
1: okay. Yeah. Well, what I said was basically, um, look, his views are traditionally Christian beliefs, aren't they? They're like an extreme of Christian no. values, aren't they? The the, the, the If you went, went to the nth degree of analysing like Christian mm-hmm. beliefs, those beliefs that everyone lives in sin, and he listed you know, numerous sins of which everyone who would listen to those sins has probably committed two or three of them, or maybe four or five or whatever. Mm. Um, My issue was with the homosexuality thing is because all of the other sins are perceived as choice. And what he was saying, I think, was lazily assuming that homosexuality is a choice, where I'm, I'm sure, like, in the modern world, that's not... How it's perceived, you know. What I'm well, it's saying not what it is. It's, it's not the how only, it's perceived. No, is it? it's the only thing on the list that's not a choice. Mm. You know, if if that's, you know, how you, you know, how you're inclined and how you're attracted to people. Mm. I don't think Israel Falao should use his his profile, which is through rugby, mm. to then push on these beliefs to other people who might not necessarily be aligned with the way he thinks. Well, and there's all sorts of dangers with this as well. I mean, you've got so Israel Falao.
0: Again, we, we know we know all about his talent, but this is a guy who said that hell awaits gay people. He said that the bushfires in no, Australia are punishment from God.
1: No, but he said hell awaits everyone. That I mean, look, I Well, will... he said hell awaits gay people. Yeah, but he did say hell awaits everyone. Who like, chooses to, to be the gay? Atheist. But no, there
2: was a previous list as well that yeah.
1: that was more specifically well, like, targeting a... yeah. homosexuals. Yeah, but but this is the thing: is that is commonly held in that that that's a Christian belief, and and like, like it's I'll not say... a Christian belief. It's a, no, it's an no. Extreme, I'll, say it, extreme... I'll say from the outset, I. Completely disagree with the guy, yeah, and actually just think it was just a bizarre and ill-informed use of his public profile to promote his own beliefs. So, how does anyone win with him coming to Super League? Because if we if we pretend to be an inclusive sport, how can we not be inclusive of him? Because yes. his views are no. absolutely abhorrent. No, that, his that, views. That, that's why Super League is, is, and the rugby league. I've got the hands tied
2: because they can't ban him from the sport because. They'll be laid for themselves legally, uh, legally yeah. open to so being sued by him for being discriminatory based on his religious exactly. views. Because he's However, there a case was an understanding Australia. from the all Super League clubs and probably all rugby clubs around the world that he brought this either code and sport in general into disrepute by these horrible remarks and horrible statements and views on homosexuality above most other things, and that you can't go around saying that these kind of things because mm. there's there's people who there's there's probably men and women in this country who might be in the closet, out of the closet, whatever, who, who struggle with the idea that...
1: What well, if you just got a closet? You might just have a closet. Yeah.
2: But it's a sensitive issue regarding your sexuality and, and various issues that come with it. So to publicly blast these people and say that they're going to hell as a consequence of
1: the way they're born. It's just, there's, there's just, two, just wrong. There's, there's two There's no things. other way of putting there's it. More than two it. Things, no, but, it? but when, when you start playing a career in sport, you, you enter into an autocratic situation, Is in your employment is autocratic. You get told when to be somewhere, you get told what to wear, you get told how to behave, and that that is autocratic. Mm. So when you sign up to getting paid X amount of pounds, I know I need to be at training at nine, I need to wear this training kit. I need to listen to my coach. I need to be respectful. I need to not say anything that really puts the club at risk of being in wrong. And and he knew that. Like you everybody knows that, doesn't he? Like he knew that when he was playing for the Wallabies, he knew that. Mm. So he made a decision after a warning to go against that. And and that's the power of his belief. Yeah, but his belief is
0: unapologetic. So this is what my, because my question that's... Of who can win. He he's he's unrepentant because he right.
1: He's What's the counter argument to apologize? The counter, for. the counter argument to, not argument, but the counter to Israel Falau is I'm an atheist. I don't believe in God. I don't particularly care about whether you think I'm a sinner or not. I, I don't believe in God. Yeah. So for me to be offended about Israel Falou saying I'm going to hell because no, what I a, a boosted it. Not everybody no, has no, your views. Though, no, 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 but well, that's people what I'm might saying. be struggling with. Yeah, because the, some of the issues LGBTQ, LGBTQ...
0: Well, take God it, out of it. God's relevant in this situation. No,
1: but, but, because no, it's, it is relevant because what what Israel Falou is saying, you will be judged in the eyes of his God that he believes in, which is fine if he believes in that God. If you don't believe in that God, why is it? Why would it be an issue for you? I get what you're saying. No, no, but I'm not. It's yeah, not. But, I'm not going yeah, to hell, I'm, Flash. Yeah, I'm an atheist. Like I'm, I'm not going said, to hell because in I my said. mind, hell does not you. exist. Yeah, but I, I, not I, I will. But he's still, no, spreading hate. But, hair but on the, it on is. The other no, foot. but you're missing my point. I've no, I'm not completely. disagree. I agree with you. I completely disagree with what I said. In, in, in on all aspects. What it does. What
0: it does is it stops people. Like for example, Gareth Thomas and Keegan Hurst, two people. And Thomas came out when he was playing Union, not even League. We've got one openly British Rugby League gay player. In Keegan Hurst, He's at Halifax. And it stops a whole generation of people right. who think that they've listen, got the platform to come out and listen
1: and to Keegan Hurst on Five Live Sport because he did an unbelievable interview mm-hmm. for BBC Five Live. And if anybody should have an opinion on this, Keegan Hurst, your man. Yeah. And I, I've never heard a more articulate guy who is more he would completely s- is, disagree with what you're saying. No, he wouldn't. He disagree. I disagree with Israel Falah what he said, which is what but Keegan Hurst said. He was playing Keegan. devil's advocate then. No, what I'm yeah, yeah. exactly How what I'm you? doing. Yeah, uh, what I'm doing is. I'm trying to portray why you wouldn't be offended by what he said.
0: Okay, so so let me give you this scenario. So Keegan Hurst said he spoke to Steve McNamara, called him up, and he said, like, out of respect, I want to just run this by you. And Keegan said immediately, well, it's not out of respect, because if you had any respect for me, you wouldn't have signed him in the first place. And then he said, well, there are two things, to quote you, there are a lot more than two things, but the two things that Keegan had said at the time was, one, you've signed him which means that you don't have a problem with what he said, which is the most worrying thing. And if that's not true, the second thing is that you signed him because you put your values to one side and you think you've got a player well, who's just going to get you an extra few places in Super League and a few yeah, more this, tries, which this, is even well, they're, they're just therein, as worrying.
1: Therein will you get to the crux of the problem. And well done. for friend What you've done is got to the crux of the problem. Israel Falao's value is greater than his comments are worth. So one-year contract.
0: This is worth it for Catalan to bring him in. Yeah,
1: no, his brand is bigger than the negative that comes with the perception. According to brand. Catalan, we'll see. according we'll to we, Catalan. We'll see. and according to and that's a, why they're saying And, why and according him. to because it.
2: they value his performance on the field more than all the controversy and all the hatred that he's he's spouted on social media. And, do you, and what do you think about the, that? Ju- I think it's wrong, and I don't think Catalan should sign But you know what happens is, if you're talented at sport on the field, you get a second chance, or you get... No, but this isn't a second when chance. When the talent here, pool, he's, he's, or third chance, whatever. No, it's
0: not even that, because he doesn't see it as a second chance, because he's got nothing to apologise
2: for. But, but society it sees it as a, a second chance, so, so them giving him a lifeline. Well, his chance if, I, is, if I'd said those things, do you think any club would sign me? No, no way. No way. Exactly. But no, so that's what... That's, exactly. how, that's how fickle sport is, that you get a second chance, despite saying horrific things, because you're talented, and that's the beyond. But he's, this he's, is
1: the reason he's not playing for the Wallabies, or he, he stopped playing for the Wallabies, is because there's a bigger talent, big enough talent pool yeah. to where- Quantas said, we're not gonna pay you millions and millions. Exactly. Of millions yeah, exactly, of so it's a business decision of then. Course. But but a moral, the business moral decision.
0: decision is is is, is So the this. insurance policy in this is that if he does anything, there's a clause in his contract where it's immediately terminated if he repeats any of his comments. So therefore he's agreed to
1: shut up, keep his beliefs and just yeah, play rugby. But, but what he believes is what he believes. Are you telling me that because he can't say it it doesn't mean it's true? Nobody but, he to, but he saying it's not the quite different then, thing absolutely, absolutely. so it goes back as, to as us. if
2: you're a gay person who in the, like I said before you've not come out as gay and you see someone spouting that shite on social media do you think that makes you feel good about not, being true to yourself and but not But that's being up why to I people? said and it's that's,
1: the most ill-informed use of his profile which was created through rugby to then put your personal beliefs across which is ironic because I'm probably putting my personal beliefs across as well but dangerous he he used his profile through rugby, which is an autocratic employment situation where you get paid X amount of money to turn up and to do certain things. And he chose to go against that to give his personal opinion on something. And as a result, he was unemployable in, in Australia, but deemed employable by Catalan. And...
0: Well, the only re- the only reason he's, he's got here because Super League. I spoke to Rob Elston. He said if it was his final decision, he wouldn't have he would have vetoed it absolutely 100. percent He says the game has made the wrong decision, but that's come from the RFL. who have done their due diligence and they've looked at it and seen what happened with the Rugby Australia settlement case, and they couldn't stop him with his work to write to come and play in the Super League yeah but it's interesting isn't it that you can't stop somebody like who has that view that's the, well, the legal situation isn't it yeah. I mean look, look Louis has gone very very quiet he? I is, is he still he here? <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry I
3: was just I didn't know this it's safer like, for you know? to stay quiet <laughs> yeah. during that
0: conversation look, Louis I mean like, from, like from, a, from a situation where he then comes to Super League and the 11 away grounds that he goes to he is going to get absolute shit isn't he from 90% of those I mean like Wigan already have said it on their Pride Day for LGBTQ+, yeah. that that's when it's going to be when they play Catalan yeah. on the 22nd of May um, it's not just going to be pantomime booing it's going to be nasty and it's players are going to go for it. it, players quite are going to try and smash can.
3: it yeah it quite possibly can I, it's, yeah, I, it, I don't think it's, it's shined a good light on Catalan signing him I don't think it is but I'd like. He said he's going to go to grands, and he's probably going to get a lot of, especially when the grands are right on the pitch. <laughs> it's not going to be nice. But I you, as think. a player, did,
0: does that go through? Will you not trying? If you can get a hit no, on him? But no. On the, as huh? a rugby player, it's not like know, that. No, no, way,
2: no, way. no way. No way. But do you know what he could do? He could open up discussion about what's acceptable to say, in terms of your views, whether religious or whatever, and and maybe open up the debate regarding. The, the, the stigma towards homosexuality and Christian beliefs and hopefully use it as um, a vehicle to kind of shut down a, these, these yeah. these
1: whatever and, he just said. And like I said at the start as well, his views are a very extreme end of mm. Christianity. And there's still millions of people yeah. on this planet who have the same belief. But there's a lot of people who have some more liberal, moderate views on religion. Watch we're we're, we're going to have films. used it as a, as a vehicle to promote LGBT
2: rights by having um, the gay um, uh, pride day at at their match against Catalan. So Mm -hmm. if it can open up discussion and and use in a positive way, then that's the only thing
1: you can go off. Mm. Yeah, and I think look, this is an interesting thing is because there's like an era of separatism in the world now. So everyone ring fences himself and has separate views. And people take a lot of joy in you voted to leave the EU, you voted to remain. You know, you don't believe in homosexuality. You're a homosexual. You know, you 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 know every single thing has become ring fenced in. That's a particular view. That's a particular view. Well, what what what? Where's empathy gone? Has empathy died? What do because you mean? well, is in as can Israel fall out? Not empathise with other people can he not look his religion doesn't allow him to do that no but but that's what i'm saying empathy's dead then because you've got views you, you have to take the time to consider that everyone's different that everybody has walked a different path that everybody could have different beliefs and to take time to consider and be considerate to your fellow human beings and to understand their path and that's the aim that should be the aim for me and if rugby league had anything to preach to the outside world it's empathy
2: and I'd, and I'd argue that's higher up the priority list in israel's f- faith is empathizing on loving your neighbor than going to hell if you do x y and z
1: yeah i'd agree
0: well got very serious didn't it all of a sudden i wasn't even yeah. on, on yeah, the can you that? just say can you just drop a c-bomb to bring it back <laughs> no to no you <laughs> no can quite easily do it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but look it's gonna be, that's get it's gonna rumble on and rumble on that debate and it seems to me and i'm sure to Millions of people who've seen it who aren't even in the rugby league world or have any interest in Super, in super League just seems highly unnecessary as a sign, especially when you look at it as a one year contract. It's probably a route back to something for him back in Australia as baby steps back.
1: The French are again. very liberal, though, are they? Well, that's why it, it, it wouldn't oh, have gone man. down anywhere else, would it? Oh, oh, it. It my, oh
0: mon dieu! Oh, mon dieu! Ne montre mean? pas! Oh, papa, ne montre we'll 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 pas! You can speak French, can't I you? Oh, we, we, we. two, launch
2: two, <laughs> <Radney>. <laughs> launch,
0: Louis, top man for coming in. I uh, <coughs> wish you all the best for this year. It's going to be a massive year for you, obviously, your testimony as well. But I mean, on the pitch competitively, it's huge, isn't it? It could be another league leader's shield. The way that you've Destroyed these boys, even though Mark was. Where were, where were you watching from, Mark? I made up the story at the beginning. You were watching Home Lonely um, and Cold. wasn't but selected. But were, were you at Home Lonely and Cold?
2: No, no, I was at the ground. It's we bit. saw each other. We saw each other.
1: Yeah. We had we a chat. We Everything it. all right? You need a hug? I wasn't
2: selected. And I same way a hug. that you're not, you not selected for many um, prime time TV shots. No,
1: mm-hmm. exactly. That's a sorry, necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. He's not sat here because he's doing well, is he? <laughs> no. He's on the way. <laughs> he's, he's on the way. he get there used to be on the BBC gravy
0: Train. I'm very pruned. Very pruned. Lovely to meet you, Lou. Thank you. Lovely to meet you, Mark. John. It's as great. always it's been it's a been pleasure great. It has been it's very been emotional good. um don't forget join the conversation what do you think about those thoughts from john wilkin on israel falau oh, hashtag wow. out of your league uh, get involved on there you can download wherever you get your podcasts on uh, itunes on it's not called itunes anymore what is it called apple, apple podcast spotify download it on, on your YouTube. Bean. download it on your ipod leave a comment you might want to say something about john Hopefully we've got some headlines there. We'll put some snippets out. Controversial, but that's John Wilkin. We'll
1: see you next week. Bye-bye, little buggers. Bye-bye.